Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. There is a deadly disease afoot. It is highly contagious. People with it are quarantined, separated. There is misery, and people are dying from it. There is political unrest, uprisings, violence, people wanting change, wanting to throw off the oppression, the military keeping the peace. The rich are getting richer, and the poor, well, seem to stay poor. The gap between the rich and the poor seems to be getting wider. And the difference between these two groups is striking. There is racial prejudice, hatred, division. There is confusion. Lots of different teachings floating around, lots of different gods. Some say this, some say that. Who do you believe? And always uncertainty about the future. Will things change and how? And what will happen to me if and when they do? Will I get swept up and swept away? Will life as I know it continue? What if? That is the situation when Jesus stepped into the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, there was still a deadly disease afoot and still people dying of leprosy. There was still the unwelcomed rule of Rome and Caesar and its taxation and occupation and military. There was still injustice and unfairness prejudice and hatred between Jews and Gentiles and Samaritans, division and financial inequality. There were still lots of gods and different teachings floating around. And there was still uncertainty about the future. And so it seems that when Jesus stepped into and then out of the Jordan that day, not much changed. It didn't really make much difference. Oh, it was cool. <laughs> the heavens opening, a, a dove descending on him. Don't see that every day. And then a voice from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. But for Joe the plumber, Miriam the mother, Simeon the shepherd... When the heavens closed back up, the dove flew away and the voice stopped echoing. It was back to the same old, same old. Yet at that moment, everything changed. Now there would be, could be, life after leprosy. Life after COVID. Now there is a kingdom open to you for you to be a citizen that will not rise and fall like earthly ones, but will last forever. One not 
oppressive or subject to the whims and sins of people or politicians. Now there are riches for you beyond anything in this world. Now all races, nationalities, languages, and cultures will become one in Him. One holy Christian church. Now certainty, clarity, and confidence. For now an epiphany of a God come for us, not to demand from us, but to serve us, to help us, to save us, so that we will not be swept up and swept away by sin and death, but that those would be swept up by Him and destroyed, so that we would be swept up by Him and be saved. All because Jesus stepped into the Jordan that day. The holy and sinless Son of God, standing with sinners and taking our place. The Son of God who didn't need to be baptized, but wanted to be for you. To be your substitute, to take your place in sin and death. That you have His place in his kingdom, and have forgiveness in life. For here, standing in the water that once marked the border of the promised land, is God himself in the flesh, come to give us a new promised land. Come to restore a fallen creation. For creation was not always like this, of course. Not like the situation in Jesus' day. Not like it is today. In the beginning, as we heard, when God created the heavens and the earth, it was good. Everything was good, and it's working together very good. There was no sin, no death, no division, no poverty, no confusion, no fear, no pain, no hatred or prejudice or oppression. Only joy and perfection. Until we decided we could improve that. Adam and Eve doing what God told them not to do, and not doing what he told them to do, and eating what he told them not to eat. But things didn't get better. They didn't improve. They got worse. A whole lot worse. We got a world full of pain and death. But then Jesus stepped into the Jordan that day to do, as we just sang, his Father's pleasure. To do everything we didn't do, couldn't do, wouldn't do. Perfect obedience from A to Z, from beginning to end, nothing omitted. And then to lay down that perfect life for us. To be our substitute both in life and in death. To restore creation, to fix what we had broken, and to redeem us, set us free from being taken captive by sin and death. That all began 
When Jesus stepped into the Jordan that day and it was finished when he stepped out of the tomb on the third day. So in him now, a new creation, new hope, new life. So new life and new hope that become yours when you are baptized. But how can water do such great things? Luther asked in his catechism, well, it can't. Not just water, not even Jordan water. But when the word of God is in the water, then things change. Paul put it this way, as we heard today, that when the word became flesh and was baptized, he joined himself to us in our sin and death. He takes our sin, dies with us, and is buried with us. To defeat it all, to overcome it, and he did. So that now baptized into him, that baptism joins us to him. Paul says, we die with him, we rise with him, and we now have new life with him. And so everything changes. Oh, yes, there's still COVID around. There's still political divisions and unrest. There's still prejudice and hatred. There's still inequality and unfairness. There's still sin and death. And it doesn't seem to be getting any better, but worse. And yet, in the midst of it all, we have hope and confidence and certainty. For all these things in this old world, they're passing away. They won't last. But you have what does. The word and promises of God. And you are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. All this sin and death has no dominion over you. That's worth repeating. Sin and death have no dominion over you. Because in baptism, you're joined to the one who overcame them and defeated them. Yes, they still have an effect on you. You will sin, but your sin doesn't rule you. You will die, but your death will not hold you. You will rise and live. And that is not just what will happen to you on the last day. But even now, Paul says, that's the power of baptism. That the reality of the last day is brought forward in time to you here and now. That even now you can die to sin, repenting. And rise to a new life in forgiveness. So you're not the same. This world is the same before and after your baptism, but you're not. You're in Jesus Christ. You're in his victory. So are you going to live the same as you did before? In the same old sins? Maybe even try some new ones? As if in baptism nothing has changed? By no means, Paul says. That's not who you are anymore. You are a new creation. But maybe you don't feel like a new creation. For there's too much old in your life, too much sin still clinging to you. You know that? Good. 
John didn't think he was worthy either to stand in the Jordan with Jesus and to baptize him. But what you think doesn't matter. What matters is what God says. And what God said at Jesus' baptism is what he now says to you in your baptism. And every time you remember your baptism and you repent of your sins and receive his forgiveness, you are my beloved sons. With you, I am well pleased. And he really is. And you really are. It's true. Not because of what you've done but because of what Jesus has done for you and given to you. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. Let those words sink in. Drink them in. Others may not be pleased with you. You may not be pleased with them in this world of sin. But God is. There are still a lot of problems in this world. They don't seem to be going away anytime soon. But your baptism transcends all of that. Like Jesus, you are in this world, but you're a citizen of another. You are children of men, but you're really children of God. You are dying, but you're really going from life to life. God calls a thing what it is, and so should we. In the beginning, it was day and night. At the Jordan, it was his beloved son. And in here, in these waters, it is you as his beloved son. And you are. So until that day, until the last day, when God, the God who calls a thing what it is, calls this bread and wine, his body and blood, here for you, and so it is. For the forgiveness you need. For the life you need as his children. That in this world with all these problems. The the disease, the political unrest, the divisions, the inequality. The prejudice, the confusion, the fear and the death. You have what is most sure and true. And all that you need. For Jesus is here. The son of God who stepped into the flesh who stepped into the Jordan, who stepped up to the cross, and who stepped out of the tomb, now steps down to you here in the water, and in words, and in the bread and the wine. And when he does so, nothing is the same. Everything changes. That's our epiphany today. That in this world where it seems like nothing changes, the problems that were there in Jesus' day are the problems that are here in our day. And yet everything has changed. Because Jesus is in the water. And in the water, you're in him. So you now have what our world needs. Just as Jesus stepped into this world for you, you now step out into the world for others with the truth of God's word, with the love that overcomes hatred and prejudice, with the life that overcomes death, with clarity in the midst of confusion, with confidence in this world of fear, with forgiveness 
for those in the snares of sin. Because you're baptized. You are God's beloved son. With you, he is well pleased. So your future is secure. You have all these gifts. Everything has changed for you. Remember that. Every day. Every time you hear bad news. Every time sin rears its ugly head. Every time you wonder, what is coming next? You may not know what's coming next. But you know who is coming. And you have his spirit. And his heaven is opened to you. So don't leave that all here like nothing has changed for you by no means. Take that life. Take these gifts that the world needs with you as you step out of this place. And give them to the world. Live as the baptized children of God that you are. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.